episode 38 of the Girls in Movement podcast, where we talk to founders, influencers from all over the globe. Today we have a very different guest who I'm not sure where to start really, so many questions. Um, She's known as a spiritual sensitive and I suppose recognised herself from the age of six that she was very different to others around her. She's worked with over 200,000 individuals all over the globe and I suppose what what made me think that this could be an incredible conversation is that today we live in a society where I suppose people are more connected with themselves and understand their health and wellness needs because of kind of social media influencers and and celebrity influencers Um, and I suppose they can connect with their emotions and thoughts on a much deeper level um, than what we did sort of 20 years ago and I suppose today's guest takes this to a whole nother level which I'm really excited to find out about. She specialises in energy healing and spirit release today, um, but has had a journey along the way. So without further ado, I welcome the invisible fixer, Jazz Bassey. How are you, Jazz? I'm good, thank you, Polly. Thank you for having me on your show. Ah, Thank you so much for joining us. Um, No, as I said, very excited to kind of find out more about this. This topic, we've never had a guest who uh, specialises in what you do. So, yeah, I'm sure everyone's very excited. Um, let's start from the beginning. So from what I've read, you you knew you had this special gift from a really young age. Um, did you know from sort of the age of six, like, this is what I want to do in my life. This is how I want to connect with people. How did it all start? Um, I didn't have a clue whatsoever at that young age. I actually thought it was everybody had it and that it was just something that was part of human nature. So at no point did I actually feel that um, this was something extraordinary. Wow, okay. And so what was your kind of background? So finishing school, did you go to university? Did you just kind of go about your day-to-day life and think, okay, it's in the back of my mind it's something I want to do or did you start thinking I want to make this into a kind of career as I go forward nothing of the sort um it was more more about the fact that I went to school did my education um I went on to have um a normal life but with paranormal activities around me and then I put it down to the fact that it was my imagination um I went on to university I studied um I did a Bachelor of Science in Clinical Hypnosis. Um, I did I did the normal stuff and it came about completely by accident. I never wanted to get into this and wanted to do this. And like I said, um, it was it was completely by accident when I decided to be, come into the profession and it was because I'd helped somebody who couldn't conceive children. Oh, okay. Wow. And how did that... How did you help them? Um, So if we could go into a bit more detail on that. Basically, it was a conversation between friends. We were sitting there and the gentleman turned around and said his sister won't be able to conceive because she'd been booked in for some surgery. And I, I, off the cuff, just said, well, well, that's not true. She's going to have children and she's going to be fine. And he was quite adamant. No, 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 no. This is what's going on with her. And um, the surgery has been booked. And I basically was very strong in my conviction where I was like no he then said well I want you to meet my sister on the same day 
we I went to see his sister and I didn't have a clue what I was doing all I knew was I prayed and um, a week later she'd gone in to have the surgery but they couldn't do the surgery because she wasn't well enough and um, when she got another appointment letter through six weeks later she went back again and when they tested and she was pregnant Wow, wow, phenomenal. And yeah, and they couldn't do the surgery. Oh, my God, wow. And do you find that, so um, how does it work with how you work with people? Because obviously that's just kind of um, your inner social surrounding and, and you felt the need to kind of reach out, talk to her. And how does it work now? So do you find that you have um, individuals who come to you who are clueless about this world um, of, I suppose, spirituality etc and maybe a little bit lost and they're looking for answers or do you have people come to you who are fairly knowledgeable what's like your day-to-day -day look like I suppose I think um the type of clientele that come to me some of them are fully aware that um there's another dimension or another energetic grid existing on earth um, the older generation are obviously aware of this because there have been many people before me who have had these skills and attributes before me so they're obviously seeing other people or being aware of others um, the younger generation I think there's an influx of energy healing at the moment and there's so much on the internet now where they're fully aware of it um, you know so a lot of them come with an open mind a lot very um, skeptical but there's also a very scientific basis to this because it is science we are energy beings and um, not everybody can help everybody so you need to go to energy healers and what is it that an, an energy healer does for example so I'm sure there'll be lots of people who are listening in and they're like but how can this help me how does it help me in my day-to-day how can it help me answer my questions that I have in my head, for example, even if it does or doesn't do that? How, how, what would you say to them? I mean, the thing is, I can only, once I start working with somebody, see where the energy blockages are in their body around them or if they're external. And only once tuning into them that I can remove them or clear them or basically, you know, move them away. Oh, wow. Okay. And in terms of kind of, uh, I suppose, your day to day and working with energy healing, is that the kind of niche that you work in? Is there other elements of this um, area that you go into probably in more detail? I mean, I'm a clinical hypnotherapist, so sometimes people are very skeptical about energy healing. So the same can be you know, done through hypnosis where you're accessing the subconscious to talk to other, let's say, um, subconscious facets of the mind to bring forward any energy that is there to clear it. And where is your work taking you? So I suppose, do you sometimes surprise yourself in terms of because, I mean, it's something that you've had from a young age and now it's something that you do, I suppose, every single day. You've worked with 200,000 sort of individuals all of, over the globe. Are you sometimes, do you sometimes have to take a step back and you're surprised by the sort of connections and the people that you meet along the way? Very much. I mean, when my phone rings and somebody will mention a certain name, I actually obviously think it's somebody prank calling me here. Is this really <laughs> happening? And I sometimes be like, okay, can I call you back? Can you give me your number? And then I'll be thinking, is this really happening? But then we forget that all of us um we're all incarnated into this body we've all got all sorts of let's say 
elements that we need to dissolve or resolve and um, you know nobody's immune from it yeah there have been times when I'm like nor of some of my clients and I sit there and I think wow and I've I'm, I'm I'm so blessed to have just been in their presence as well they feel they've been in mine but it's one of those things where I'm just left gobsmacked at times but then it's work and I do my job wow incredible no that's really cool. that's I right I did my job and yeah no sorry continue Okay, um, but it's 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 one of those things where I've I've been blessed to meet some really lovely lovely people along the way. Yeah, no, that's really cool. And I suppose, um, do you find that sometimes I suppose spirituality can get mixed up with religion potentially? Do you ever find that as a as a conversation that comes up? <clears throat> the thing is, they're very overlapping. They're extremely overlapping, both of them. The thing is, even religion has a scientific basis to it. You know, there there is a science behind everything. So I think what it is, it's the misunderstanding that we have that makes um, people confused. So um, between, between religion and spirituality, they're very similar, like I said. Spirituality is more about having faith in humanity, believing in a higher power, knowing that something exists. And it's not teaching people how to be good human beings. It's basically just assisting and helping them. While I think religion um, gives people foundation and teaches them how to um, be and give them routine. Yeah, definitely. And I think, yeah, no, I, I suppose... I can totally relate to that in terms of um, when you feel like, I suppose, when you go to a temple, for example, you feel like a, a spiritual connection. And because you're in a religious space, for example, um, yeah. but I suppose it gives you foundations, as you say, teaches you, I suppose, how to be a good human. And that's at the heart yeah. of every religion all over the globe. But when yeah. you're trying to, um, I suppose, connect with yourself on a deeper level. So my, I suppose, only real understanding of, going to someone who read my kind of stars in a bit more detail and I was really skeptical about it I, I was just like yeah I don't, I don't kind of believe in this sort of stuff and anyway when we had the conversation an hour later I was like oh my god this woman knows my life more than me um, mm -hmm. and I think that's when you have that that kind of other level of actually the scientific side of it there is a I mean, I don't know whether this is what you kind of follow as well, but the day, the importance of the days you were born and, and kind of the moon, for example, and the stars and how they're aligned, etc. Is that something that you you do? Because I know that that's a big thing uh, amongst the younger generation, kind of star signs and and a full moon this evening, manifestation, etc. Is that something I mean, you're... I, I, I don't actually do it like, obviously, like I said, I was an energy healer, but, but I do believe in that. I mean, everything plays a part when you were born, what time you were born and the name you were given, that your name carries a vibration as well. Everything um, that we become has a reason behind it. So, you know, numerologists, they're very, very good at what they, they do because obviously the science, once again, you know, um, it's not much I know about, but some of my friends and colleagues are numerologists and they've been absolutely accurate and that's a study they have to study it it's not something that's thrown into their lap numerology 
They have to study the stars. They have to study the planetary movements. They have to study the energy waves. Yeah, and I bet that's kind of a, a, a huge, because the lady that I actually went to, she was kind of at that point of studying um, and she was about four years into her course as well. So, yeah, I suppose those who specialise in it, they don't take it lightly. So, yeah, it's an incredible kind of passion to go to go down and that route especially. And even my subject, I mean, um, it's very well, well saying that I've had it since six, but it's an ongoing education. I'm not immune from it either. I'm constantly reading, listening, talking to other people, doing research into what comes up. It, you can't just think that it's just going to happen. You're going to sit there and everything's going to come to you. You have to put the effort into the work. Yeah, definitely. You have to have some understanding. And if, especially as you say, there's a lot of link to science as well. Science is changing every single day. So, yeah, I'm, I'm sure you have to kind of read into that constantly. It's, it's, it's a massive, it's a massive education, especially with the planetary movements, with the global stuff that's going on around you as well. You have to see as the energies change, how they affect. Let's say there's, there's something happening in one country. It will still impact people in this country. Do you understand? Because courage, energy, every, um, you know, any sort of fear, any sort of, um, let's say, shift in gravity, it will affect your energy field. And in terms of, so you mentioned paranormal activity, um, and again, outside of kind of looking into this space, why, like, I suppose what people know about paranormal activity is everything we see in Hollywood movies, and I've got a feeling that it's probably not to that extreme. But how would how would you describe it? <laughs> um, I've had my fair share of seeing things that I wish I hadn't seen. <laughs> Trust me. I think I think I honestly believe that Hollywood movies are actually um scaled down compared to what I've seen. Um, oh, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I actually find them quite amusing because I just think it is. Um, the thing is, for somebody to create a movie like that, they must have witnessed something. There must have been right. somebody that's seen it. That's somebody who's experienced it for it to be into something. I mean, um, there are some true stories that have been made into films you know um but i have seen things which um a person would have jumped out the window with and i i had no option but to carry on with it because i feel that everything that's given to you um wouldn't be given to you if you couldn't handle it yeah yeah i love that so true and what do you see um in sort of 2020 in terms of your career and and making connections with thousands sort of people do you what, what are your plans um for next year i suppose i think more than anything 2020 is is, is is a new decade and it's exciting as well um i see a big transition for everyone happening um, more than anything i think everybody's more focused on moving forward than being stuck but I think there's old energy grids that everybody's trying to drop from dropping from the third dimension going into the fourth. And okay. it's going to be a lot of people that way. A lot of people have been quite depressed and down because they're trying to shake off the old moldings and habitual belief systems. And sometimes when we let go of something, I think we kind of mourn it or grieve it. So um, 2020 for a lot of people will be an awakening. And even for myself, I think. But more for me, it's more to travel abroad, connect with more people and do more of the work that I do. Wow, incredible. And what do you mean by third or fourth dimension, just for those who don't know? Oh, right. OK, so 
the, the planets have been going through a massive shift and it's been going on. Everybody predicted it in 2012 and they said this was going to happen and that's going to happen. But what it basically meant was it was not going to be the end of anything. It was going to be the beginning of something, beginning of people waking up, knowing that there was more to the earth than there is. So what we've seen is a big influx of life workers, a big influx of people who are now becoming more in tune to energies and who are reading upon them and um, educating themselves. So basically what it is, it's um, I think we went through an era where um, people had lost themselves. They got too consumed in working, too consumed in earth, earthly habits um, and they, they weren't connecting, let's say, to other forces out there, whoever they believe in or whatever they believe in, which is right for them. So the third dimension was basically um, where people were a bit stuck doing the Groundhog Day, day in, day out. While the fourth dimension is it's opening us up and making us more intuitive. Okay. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and mm. I suppose my final sort of um, question, uh, which I ask all my guests, is if you could give your younger self any advice, what would it be? Oh, God, you know what? I wish I had done it. And I'm glad you're asking me this. I wish I had learned to do my prayers at a very young age and have faith and, you know, and ask for the impossible because it is impossible. You can ask for anything and you'll get. Wow. Yeah. And is that, that's kind of, I suppose, like manifestation of put, putting what you kind of want out there. Would you say it's similar or, or different? It, it's extremely similar. But the fact is, we've always thought oh, don't ask. It's like it's rude to ask for this, that, the other. And then you become a bit shy in that. But it's, it's they say the ocean is um, endless. And the thing is, you can ask for anything and everything, as long as it's from a good place and a good heart and it's not to harm others. I mean, it, it will happen. It will manifest. It will manifest. Love that. Mm -hmm. I like that's, a, that's a good place to end. It will manifest in 2020, of course. Um, thank you so much, Jazz, um, for talking to us. Uh, it's an extremely interesting subject. Um, and anyone who's listening, Jazz's details are kind of um, in the Spotify, iTunes bios, and of course on YouTube, will be all over social media as well with Jazz's details. Jazz, thank you so much. You're welcome, Polly. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you.